Night On, episode 91. Milo is frantically scheduling his November live streams. Coops is frantically spending his poker coins raiding. Ian is frantically planning a 100th birthday party. And I am frantically chasing XP on that grind to level 50. Boys. <laughs> You're frantic tonight. <laughs> nice. Beyond frantic, mate. <laughs> And you're kind of right. I am frantically planning the 100th episode, but I'm actually frantically planning the Christmas and New Year's ones beforehand. So even more than frantic, just like me. I, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm super frantic. <laughs> so because no one's done it yet, welcome to Incensed Podcast. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> this episode 91. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, um, I, I'm not sure, Marky Boy, if you were getting onto that. I wasn't sure what was going on. But yeah, sorry, I did that. I did that part for you. Sorry, bro. Coopsie, coopsie. So, Marla, are you all right? Are you, are you doing all right over there? You're looking very uh, colourful. Colourful? Interesting. Usually my language is colourful. Yeah, I'm all good, mate. It's a bit knackered after the last two days I've had, but yeah, not too bad. Got to love a podcast night. All about yourself, Mr. Rural Trainer. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to be really controversial. <laughs> I'm good, by the way. I'm a, I'm a lot more awake than I was last week. Um, really happy. Love Thursday nights. Love podcast recording nights. Since they've done this rural boost of spawns, I seem to be getting less spawns. <laughs> Someone help me here. What are they doing? <laughs> of course, mate. Of course that's happened. That's Maybe you're not classed as rural then. Maybe you've been lied to us all along. <laughs> Marky boy, were you really expecting them to get that right? Were you really thinking no. Niantic are going to get this update right? You know, it's funny you boys say that actually, because um, I did. It did make me laugh. I saw a tweet earlier in the week where it, my rural trader status was challenged. Where they were going, you call yourself the rural trader. I've got. I fought for like three poker stops, and I was just like, show me a map of it, and I went, maybe I, I can't really get away with it anymore. Well, you know what? Actually, I think you're right because you class where you are as rural, but some places in Australia and America, and they are truly yeah, rural. Yeah, yeah, Truly. It's just in the middle of nowhere. Oh, well, I am a fraud. We'll move on. <laughs> I've got to change that. I've got to change that. <laughs> Look out for the new T-shirt in the merch store coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, when you do that, though, that's mental, the fact some people actually have their game open. They can spin the whole like, avatar around and not see one gym mm. or yeah. one Pokestop. Like, that is actually... Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I, I don't think, think I'd play. It, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, bro, like, what? Like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be playing. <laughs> I'd be giving up on that journey. The grind to level twelve would be enough for me in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Great to see that everyone's doing all right, and everyone to listeners. Pop your incense as champions. Let's go. And we are sending you all the shiny and hundred look vibes your way. And hopefully you, you've got a poker stop near you. But anyway, for those who have some <laughs> shiny look. Let's <laughs> oh, listen to this podcast, our podcast, the podcast. Please share your successes on Twitter. At hashtag shine is of the week. Clarify the spelling for me. I love that one. Um, S-H-I-N-I-E-S-O-F-T-H-E-W-E-E-K. So, boys, we have had a couple of events um, come and go since we were last together. We've had the Halloween event part two, and we've had the Dia de Muertos event. I'm sure Ian will probably... Uh, nice. Probably for that's a little bit better than that. How did your Halloween events finish up? And let's talk about our one of the bit day events for the Dia de Murtos event and what we, what we got up to. I'm drinking. Ah! Go on, mate. I'll jump straight in. So 
first off the bat for you all, I think it's quite apparent. Uh, I'm absolutely loving raiding Giratina Origin form. I think that's quite apparent. No. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, like you said, Marky Boy, Halloween Part 2 is ended, so it's just uh, got Shadow Ball. It's no longer got... Um, Shadow Force. Shadow Force, yeah. Thank you. Pogo Milo UK and Ian Waterfall. Not to be negative, but I'm actually really, really glad the Halloween event's over. Um, it lasted a little few days more than what I kind of wanted it to. It kind of dragged a bit, not to be negative. And I apologise. I didn't actually really play the... He's going to kill me. D.H. D. Murtos event. What was I didn't that? Actually, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Milo. I said he was going to kill me. I don't know what it was. Eggy fire. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> imagine so i didn't play the eggy fart event no i didn't really play it. i did i did turn on the game and i caught like five uh duskles from spotlight hour so i can't comment on that but yeah loving the giratina origin glad the halloween event's over did have a good haul it was fun though got a bit of excel for this that and the other so yeah but looking forward to november i know we're going to chat about that obviously we're at the start of november now so um yeah october was fun so let's see what fun november's got fun in store for us <laughs> yeah you knew what i was going with bro yeah, innit? yeah. To be fair to you, the the Dia de los Muertos event was put at a very weird time, wasn't it? Tuesday, Wednesday. I'd say the vast well, majority of people. To, that's when the probably, Day of the Dead was. I know. I'm not an idiot, Ian. No cretinous <laughs> stuff here. Fight, 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 fight. fight. <laughs> that's enough oh. of that. <laughs> Actually, sorry, not just because you played my jingle, not to make this about me. I actually apologise. I actually completely forgot. I did get a shiny Q-bone on Tuesday. <laughs> sorry, I actually did. No, se- second is is the did what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I I apologise. It wasn't all that uh, crap. So yeah, look You're at me. Forgiven. I didn't play it. Yeah, sorry, sorry, not to make that about me, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> it's my game. It's my game. <laughs> no, I honestly would actually agree somewhat with Coops when it comes to the Halloween Part Two event. I know we touched on the Halloween Part One sort of last week a bit. It did get very boring with the amount of things that kind of went AWOL and a bit wrong with spawns. And I know we talked about Suwara last week and all the shenanigans that went on with that afterwards. I also I got literally nothing wild wild spawn wise in the Halloween part two at all. Eventually got the Noibat, but I had to hatch north of two hundred plus seven kilometer eggs to get it. So Sorry, that was a grind. Two- oh Mate, I maxed out seven kilometer eggs every day. For two weeks. I, I, I believe you, Milo. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We weren't doubting you, but I'm just saying. Best that's like, I, can, I can prove it. <laughs> I can prove it. I just always forget our oh, grinding is so different. I'll literally do like one batch in like four weeks, but like, oh, I grinded these eggs. And then Milo's like, I grinded like 10 million. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, okay. Coop, Coop, there's a difference. We've got jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But then hatching eggs is my job. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, he's got a point. It is yeah. kind of his job. It has to be done. It has yeah. to be done. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's just like the Halloween part two, I would say personally, my view on this is that this was one of the worst Halloween event things that they've done. You know, I would say given how much they have in the game nowadays, you can't really compare it to like 2016 because obviously that was like, hey, there's Drowsy and Zubat and Ghastly and Extra Candy. But I would say this is comfortably probably the second worst they've ever done. Kind of a lackluster bits and pieces. Shiny Pup the Kaboo was cool, but like it couldn't get the sodding bastard or the pump kabunda no purple bunda unfortunately and the dear de muertos event i tried something a bit unusual went over to france for it to try and get some shinies and i'll just say where was dust skull in the wild 
outside of a spot hour. That's barely all. Was. I was really hoping to see. <laughs> I was really. I know they put it in the announcement of the event, saying like, "Oh, if you're lucky." But I think we had the discussion about a GoFest event when Coops was saying like, "You put Gibble on the poster for 2021 GoFest or 2020 GoFest, and then it's not available or something like that." The Dead and Wurtles event had the whole Dust Skull family with the flower crowns on it as the centerpiece of this event. And then it's like, but you can't see it. You can't get it apart from the spotlight hour. I, I got quite bored of clicking on Sunken. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the amount of sunflower off incense. Holy fuck. That smiling little sunflower bastard. I'd never want to see that thing again. That was triggering me so much. Like, it could be anything, anything off incense. But because I'm super lucky, I'm getting a sunflower. <laughs> That's coming from the incense podcast. <laughs> GG's, bro. GG's <laughs> <laughs> for the sun floor <laughs> you know at the end of the day bro you, you can either look at it it's Niantic's fault or you just weren't lucky you know they did put it in the article if you're lucky you just weren't lucky that's so, the problem I, I was yeah I was very lucky yeah, with, no with sunflowers. I didn't mean I meant with dust Sunfla- oh, dusk uh, yeah did manage to get it though spot hour delivered in a very very monsoony France. Yeah, I wish it was just around the wild a bit more. Totally agree with with you two boys. The Halloween event was pretty abysmal, to be honest. Part two, the costumes didn't really do an awful lot to save it. It was shockingly bad. Loved raiding the guillotine. Still doing a few of those. It was nice that they eventually did drop Zorro, even though, for me, it wasn't disguising itself. And Francesco took great pleasure in my comments telling me that I was doing something wrong when I wasn't. I could tell you exactly what you were doing. No, I wasn't because I didn't change my buddy. You didn't switch buddies at all? No, I only did later in the day after I'd actually had no luck finding it. Interesting. Problem for me was... I was focusing on eggs. I hatched nowhere near as you, Milo. Let's face it, not many people could, but I hatched an awful lot of eggs. It's my favourite bonus. And got literally nothing to show for it. Now, I'm not surprised because we all know that eggs are a scam. Yes. No shinies in the second week whatsoever. And that's pretty much all that we can say about that. The Dia de Muertos was working for the majority of it. I did actually manage to play half an hour of the Spotlight Hour. That's a rarity. I didn't wow. have to go to France to get my shiny dust skull. Just sweet and baguette. <laughs> <laughs> parlez-vous une baguette <laughs> and yeah uh, totally agree Duskull was spawning very very sparsely in the wild I did see a few in the wild but not many at all but the spotlight hour to paraphrase what you said did deliver masterful 27 I'm surprised by how many people I know that didn't get the shiny costumes on the event because there were plenty of pumpkin bundas bumbling around for the whole event and I <laughs> plenty of bunder around for sure plenty of bunder around not enough shiny wise did all right in the second week including the Giratina raid L- Latlan thank you for the um, raid from Australia bud um, I got three shinies a shuppet a snubble bizarrely and a yamask nice to get that in the wild I was a bit like you, Ian. I did a few eggs. Didn't do anywhere near as many. Um, just couldn't, just haven't got the time to do it. But but did a few batches and got nothing. Eggy fart? But yeah. <laughs> the eggs were eggy farts, weren't they? Yes, they were eggy farts. <laughs> yeah. Well, my suggestion maybe if we're going to roll out another event like that next year is why don't they just do a Halloween classic event, Niantic? That's probably my 
tip there is that they've done Com Day classics. Can we do Halloween Day classics or Halloween event no, classics? We're going to get Shardy Trevenant next year for Halloween, aren't we? Probably. Yeah, fan, it should be Phantom. We'll finally get one for GBL. <laughs> um, it um, wasn't an event which made me want to play the game. Let's put it that way. I, I did find it a little bit samey. I don't know. I don't know. Please, it's finished now. But yeah, the Dia de Murtos event, I went for a walk to play it at lunchtime and I could not believe, like you said, that Duskall just wasn't spawning. I was like going, have they released it for this? Not even on the nearby, there was <laughs> yeah. any shadows. And I was going, what the I could believe it, but it just didn't feel like an event, did it? Didn't feel like an event. And, and again, I just lost interest in it really quickly. The only the only good thing from it, and that was only because I've got a hundo and Roserade, um, is I needed Roselia candy. All I found myself uh, doing was, okay. was farming Roselia candy. I needed 10 candy XL to get the 296, which I've got now. So I've got I've got that bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I have got a rank one Ultra League uh, Roserade as well. Coop should be proud of me. Play it again, Milo. Play it again, bro. <laughs> I need a mashup of these two. Hang on. <laughs> a bit like Ian, I didn't have to travel too far to get my shiny dust skull in spotlight hour. And I only played it for five minutes. And, um, and I five got a minutes? Wow. GG's. And I, and I actually genuinely genuinely thought it was a boosted shiny based on that. No, it wasn't. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And then everybody on replying to your tweet was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many how many people said that on there. I was like, oh, Jesus, okay, okay. He just got very lucky, dude. Extremely lucky. But yeah, I, I think if we go flex it up game, Ian, how far from home were you when you got your shiny? 400 metres. I was about 400 metres. the closest to home wins this one. I think I was about 400 as well, Ian. <laughs> Mine, how far were you from home? Well, techni- <laughs> technically, my home for the night was the hotel, uh, which was only the, no, 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 only no, 0.5 no. miles. But Mark, I want to know how many London eyes was that? <laughs> how many dire meters was that? <laughs> so. Good chat, boys. Good chats. So we're going to move into our, our next section, and that is. And now, children, it's time for getting to know you with the Incensed Podcast. I was listening, and, and if you haven't listened to this episode, go check it out. We had the amazing Zoe Two Dots on for, for an episode. And when I was listening to it, I found that every time we asked a question, and I've probably started it, we, we all kept sort of going, this, is, this isn't really a good question, but it's a bit... And I felt like every question we asked on that episode, <laughs> we were always playing down how good the question was before we asked it. <laughs> and in the end, I just went to complete simplicity. So, boys, this is an awful question. I felt like I didn't need to give you any preparation for it because it's something you should know off the top of your head oh, no. I, 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 it scared me when I when you just put the first three words I thought oh no where is this question going <laughs> what is your is that what I left was yeah. it yeah <laughs> ominous boys what is your favourite type of sandwich <laughs> oh my god wow dude I really like this question I like this so I'll jump straight in I, I, I apologise if I've said this before, but genuinely, 95% of my life, I've had a tuna, mayo and cucumber sandwich literally every day of my life for like 90% of it. So yeah, I'm going with tuna and cucumber sandwich. I, I've always gone for like an, an egg mayo 
with watercress kind of sandwich. Super easy and you're pretty much guaranteed it's going to be in a shop. Um, Amazon Fresh, by any chance, am I like? Amazon Fresh, <laughs> worst case scenario. <laughs> it's always still in Tesco because it's the shittest sandwich and no one wants it, Milo. That's why. Right, go for it. I actually quite like it, you know, being, uh, well, I used to be vegetarian. Don't the turned so, up corners know. in oh, Milo. Fucking the shots fired there. The, the choice of bit well back in the day when I was growing up, the choice for a sandwich for a vegetarian was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, fair. It was like, do you want some like mouldy cheese or do you want egg egg, <laughs> egg and cress? And you're like, I'll have egg and cress, please. <laughs> Makes sense. E- enough about my um odd choice, uh, <laughs> Ian. What sandwich would you put in your mouth? Mm. Well, since I, I feel this is developing into a Mark's poll, I'm going to keep this properly simple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <gasps> and if this loses, I'm going to be gutted. Grilled cheese. Fair. Everybody loves a grilled cheese. Cheese. Ian, do you know what rhymes with grilled cheese? What rhymes with grilled cheese? Fourth place in the bowl, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm used to it after last week. <laughs> the motivation behind the question was also, because as we talk about Christmas getting into the spirit and all that, I love Gavin and Stacey. I love the Christmas episodes of Gavin and Stacey. And they've got the priest, and he, he sort of has them all in the church for the, the pre-run of the wedding. And like the priest goes, so he goes, um, if you were a sandwich, what would you be? What's your favourite sandwich? And I just thought... What a great question. Mine is simple, and this is something that I used to have when I was younger, and I'm going to admit, once in a while, we'll do it still. I used to love cheese and salt and vinegar crisp sandwiches when I was younger. Oh, I remember that when we were that sort of thing from kids, oh, yeah. And, and there was just something about it. When you put them in, you smashed the bread on top, you heard them all go in there. It was just like... Oh, crunch. <laughs> and it just tasted so... It was like popping a... Nice. Popping a sandwich. And that is going to be my choice. Must be a thing from the from the 60s, Milo. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't they bring it back, like, not not long ago, where they did the whole, like, ad campaign of, are you crisping or crisp out? <laughs> this thing almost feels like a Food Tribe segment. <laughs> <laughs> so mentioned to James May. <laughs> yes. But you are absolutely right, Ian, because I am doing a poll around it. It kind of just lends to itself. Approved. <laughs> and I'm fully prepared to come in last place. Oh, don't say that, Ian. You might be surprised. The Egg and Crest might take the might take the dub this week. Who knows? <laughs> I certainly wouldn't be voting for that shit. <laughs> So we've killed two birds with one stone. We've talked about getting to know us a little bit more and we're going to get a poll out of it as well. So, Ian, over to you, mate, because I think it's only fitting that we have a little 60-second recap about Teddy Ursa Com Day that's around the corner. Okay, my turn this week. So, Teddy Ursa Community Day. Milo, please start the clock. So, Teddy Ursa Community Day is Saturday, November the 12th, between 2 and 5 p.m. Featured Pokemon, obviously, is Teddy Ursa, and the debut of Ursa Luna, it will learn the move High Horsepower, which has a train and battle power of 100, and gym and raid power of 110. There will be a full moon, which you must evolve your Pokemon during the full moon to actually be able to evolve into Ursluna. $1 box, which is 79 pence, and the bonus in this one are triple Stardust for catching Pokemon, two times chance for trainers level 31 and above to get XL candy. Incense and lures activated will last for three hours. Double candy for catching Pokemon, one additional <laughs> special trade, and trade made during the event will cost 50% less dust. Raid battles will be 
on after until 10 p.m. But let's face it, we really don't need to be doing that for this Pokemon. And I think that is about the other than stickers. You can find them by spinning, opening gifts, or coops buying them. Uh, noise. <laughs> <laughs> Buy oh, them. <laughs> Forget your routine origin stickers. I'm yes. coming for you. <laughs> you know, max out the storage of stickers. I did see someone do that. To be fair, <laughs> did they? Yeah, someone legit maxed out their sticker storage. <laughs> Ian, great uh, Teddy Ursa. Love Teddy Ursa. I'm looking forward to it. And I know we just done a very quick recap on it, but I do need another one. We've put this off. The listeners won't know this, but we've put this off a few weeks in a row and we always adjust it sometimes depending on how the show is going but tonight we are going to play our first game and this is a game that hasn't been played for a little while but milo it's time for you to reintroduce your favorite game that you created what the ducklet <laughs> what's the ducklet his favorite game that we love so much that we've bumped for the last five weeks <laughs> So yes, this this game, if listeners, if you have no idea what we're referring to, we made this game about what five, six, seven weeks ago uh, as a as a new concept, and then it's been like as a spare on the show notes, and then every time it's been like, oh, we need to bump it because of runtime and stuff. I'm like, that's fine because we don't even have a jingle for it at the moment of recording this. Hopefully, there would have actually been one put into the show. So, what's the ducklet? So, I'm going to read a Pokedex entry description. And then the guys have to guess what the Pokemon is. And I remember from last time, don't worry guys, I'm gonna make I won't make this like a wide berth. We're gonna stick within Kanto for this one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and I'm still gonna hate it. I'm still gonna hate it. <laughs> well, let's find out, Mr. Casual. So sticking oh. within Kanto. Okay. Now it's first to what? Two points? One point. One point. <laughs> oh, first to get one right. <laughs> what the ducklet. <laughs> the Pokemon's description reads as follows. This Pokemon's body is encased in extremely hard scales. It is adept at sending foes flying with harsh tackles. This Pokemon is at its strongest when it is defending its young. Sandshrew. Fero. Ian, give us a guess. Good God. I've got no idea. I thought you said flying as well. Yeah, it sends its foes flying with harsh tackles. Oh, damn. Here's me saying a flying type. God damn it. <laughs> Golduck? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you guys out a lot, hopefully. The clue is this is a poison ground type Pokemon from Generation 1. This Pokemon's body is encased in extremely hard scales. Oh, Arbok. Arbok. Oh, for uh, fuck's Ekans. sake. I don't like Ekans. this shit game. Ekans. <laughs> No, because the description it looks after its children, innit? it? That means it'll be the it'll be the top evolution. Ian, have another guess, and I'll I'll really help. I'll try and help you out. Rhyhorn? Oh no, that's Poison. no, that's that's ground. No, <laughs> I'm just thinking scales. What? <laughs> Poison ground type. Okay, so it's a dual type Pokemon. <laughs> I have as well. That was that was as bad as me, bro. That was as bad as me with the London Eye. Poison type Rhyhorn. <laughs> Poison ground. <laughs> Maybe this is why we don't bring this game back. We forgot how terrible this is. Anyway, I'm going to give, one you, I'm, I'm one, give, you, I'm give you two little clues on this one. Okay, so it is the final stage of a three-stage Pokemon, and it can only be female. Oh, um, Nido Queen. Nido Queen. Yeah. Boy got it. There we go. Because he wasn't looking at his phone. 
No, I wasn't. I w- going through. <laughs> That's why I didn't give Pokedex numbers in. <laughs> so people can't Milo, look it up. Milo, to be honest, mate, you could have, you could have given us the number Queen we wouldn't have got it. Yeah, yeah, bro, exactly. You could have said Nido Queen. I would have still gone Arbok, bro, honestly. <laughs> So um, I win then, right? It was first to one. I win. Let's take a vote, boys. Are yeah, we doing yeah. first to one on that game and moving on? Yeah, yeah, let's move on. All right, yeah, let's call Coops the winner. <laughs> Coops is the winner of what yeah. the duck was. I think we've realised why we've always bumped this game, haven't we? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Tried to make it a bit more simple, sticking one generation. Nope, still doesn't work. Oh, well, we will not be seeing that game probably for a very long time until we <laughs> maybe, forget. Maybe after Christmas. <laughs> Until we forget about it again. <laughs> there you go. What the ducklet, people. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, do you know what, Thank bro? You. Do you know what? I actually don't hate it. It's just very difficult. Mm. I don't hate it at all. It's just, it's just hard, bro. It's hard. Thank you, Milo. Uh, maybe it'll reappear on our 100th episode. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> 154th. <154. laughs> But that is what the ducklet. So we're gonna. This is real. <laughs> oh, I'm not being horrible. It really is the shittest game ever. It's not weird. The noise. We are the shittest at knowing our Pokemon. That's the point. Oh. Moving swiftly on. Last week we were. We were desperately waiting for this information to drop. Well, it didn't drop. It has done now. Ian, over to you for the first part of... Is, 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 is the news. Okay, well, Niantic, I think they dropped this actually on the 1st of November, didn't they? I think it was in really good time. The month had actually started, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks, Niantic, for that one. But we're going to start by looking at what's coming up in November. Now, we've already talked about the Deirdre Mortis event. We've already talked about Community Day Classic last week. Uh, We've already talked about Teddy's Community Day. So, other events to look forward to... The Greedy Gluttons event, which will run from November the 9th, 10 a.m. until November the 17th at 8 p.m. Predictions, guys? Shiny Gulpin. Yeah. Possibly. Shiny Gulpin and Swallop. Pretty confident of those. Mm. If they don't, they've missed a trick. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. And maybe Munchlax in eggs. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Munchlax is Jewett Shiny as well, isn't it? Mm. And boys, if anybody cares, virtually... All of Gulpin's body <laughs> as a result, it can you know, swallow I something. I wanted to drop Gulpin in the game. But I this with Pokemon's Kanto. stomach contains a special fluid that digests anything. So just if anybody cares, that's Gulpin's description there on the Pokedex. In fact, in fact you actually need that to eat an egg and watercress sandwich, don't you? <laughs> oh, right, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. So what else can we look forward to in November? The Team Go Rocket Takeover. It's been a while since we've had one. That will be here from November the 14th at 10 a.m. until November the 17th. So only a three-day event there. I don't really think we need predictions there. Team Go Rocket Takeover, it pretty much speaks for itself. New Shadow Shinies, though. Possibly more Shinies, but... There will be. Don't know what they'll be. 
But well, if, if the team leads are rotating, there will be, yeah, yeah. They'll rotate them. We should get some new Shadow Pokemon, hopefully. We'll find out. And then at the end of the month, we have the Astral Eclipse event, which will run from November the 23rd, 10 a.m. local time, until November the 28th local time. Nice. <laughs> the Astral Eclipse one will be the final bit of uh, the Cosmog research, won't it? The one that we've refused to evolve our Cosmogs yes. for. Yes, and uh, they're probably going to go, here's the final stage. You have to evolve. If you've evolved to Cosmoem, the one that goes like super tiny, they'll make you probably choose between Solgaleo and Lunala, and then after that you'll probably get another Cosmog. <laughs> so they'll Quite force yes. you to evolve it. But there is one event that I actually didn't cover that is also happening in November, and it's one that I'm absolutely gutted that I can't attend. The Singapore Safari Zone will run from November the 18th until November the 20th, and out of the three sort of APAC Safari Zones, this is the one that I think is looking amazing. It's one I would have loved to have gone to. Same. But yeah, if you're going to go to that one, guys, have a great time. You know, to be fair, like th- these events look really fun. And and again, I'm I'm not being horrible and taking the mick, but I feel like I could like do my predictions on these events. But what I would predict is going to be completely opposite <laughs> to what Niantic have done. Something exactly. that's actually um, quite good, and uh, we're going to get a load of bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> ding ding ding. If I had the soundboard, Milo, I'd give myself, I'd give you a <laughs> thank you. I'm not really going to sort of say too much, but like I've said, every. Everybody loves TMing away frustration, as we've spoke about um, in depth before. Um, I think new shadow shinies. I like the fact that there's going to be, you know, more grunts at stops. You can, and the, the good thing about that is, is the event's not too long. I really like that three, four day. That's lovely. That's enough time that just when the grunts get really annoying, they go again. I like that. You know, when they've been nine, ten days before, and the grunts are everywhere, it just gets bloody annoying. So that's a really nice. Um, a, a amount of time um, but yeah like I said br- bring on November man bring on November, bring on November. and Coops I, th- I don't know if you actually did this last time or not after the community day so we've got uh, Teddy Ursa community on November the 12th on the 13th Elite Raids are back so Milo get ready to have your gyms blocked again thankfully I won't be really be raiding Ursa Ring so no, I probably won't I don't be think so many mad will actually. I'm just hoping it's a different raid boss this time I hope it's not Hooper Unbound again well, that's it. We'll see because whether they bring Hooper Unbound back for a second round because of issues that happened with the first one or whether it is going to be something fresh. I kind of hope it's going to be something fresh. If they're going to do this with Elite like elite Raids of the day after a Com day, and I know it's only the second time we've had them put in in the game ever, but somewhat of a pattern starting to form, maybe. I don't know, it's the Sunday after a Saturday Com day. Possibly, mm. yeah. It makes you wonder. To be honest, I'd be happy with Giratina Origin. Coops <laughs> 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 are like, forget about Five Star Raids forever. I just want Giratina Origin form forever. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a fan favourite mm. for me. <laughs> he loves it, don't you, Coops? You've missed that one. Mark, with the Elite Raids, do you think they will put them over just EX gyms, or do you think they might have listened to what you said a couple of weeks back about there being no Elite Raids nearby you? Knowing how Niantic work, I think that won't be their priority. I think their priority will be getting the rare spawns right around them yeah i think that's right i think that's fair i think yeah. that'll be the priority is getting those rare spawns right and making sure they don't disappear and maybe widen it and get that element of it right i think if they nail that right i think they don't need to worry about the ex because people will travel to them and will find something they're that hell-bent on doing them They'll, they will coordinate better and maybe go a little bit further afield for it because i think 
I, I do agree that this should be this should be a different mechanic for these types of raids because you're getting something for it. So I think get that that'll be the priority is getting that aspect of it right because that makes it really worth doing, doesn't it? Let's be honest, you know, if you do get those rare, I mean, if you get like the, the Kanto it, birds in the wild and but nothing like that happened last month. Hang on, we got a mine food to disappear. <laughs> We got a mine through 30 or 40 metres away that disappeared, yeah. yes. I kind of hope they've increased the range a bit, like boost it to 60 metres. So 30 metres least... is literally nothing, that's the problem. It's spitting distance. It's a very Ooh. small diameter. It's 30 metres. 30 metres to one diameter. It's a very small diameter. And then, Ian, we've got this little question mark, question mark, question mark thing, haven't we? That could mean anything, couldn't it? We, on we November do at the, the end of the month, which, again... At this point, it could be absolutely anything. Giratina or it's a one-day <laughs> no, event, joking, so it's I'm possibly going to be a raid day. It's a one-day event on the 27th of November, so is that is that a weekend? It's probably going to be a raid day. Or the 27th is a Sunday, so it's going to be a raid day if you look at it's it. It's going to be a raid day. A research day. Well, or, six or hour a research day would be nice. Jobby, which yeah. is interesting to see that. Well, most things are now, they're always like a three-hour. They've always been push, pushing the three-hour thing, so it's interesting they're doing 11 till 5 like they did. They had, In which case, rather actually, they had Mark to do with Mega Gyarados raid day. Could be, it could be a research day. What was the last research day we had? Inkai. Was it Inkai? Was it? Oh, it was Inkai, wasn't it? It was Inkai. But that was a three-hour window. That was three-hour, yeah. Oh, was it? All right. It'll be interesting to see. All I'm hoping is that it's not just another random Cosmog Research Day. (laughs) Oh, that could be interesting if they do that, or Cosmog Raid Day or something bizarre. Or dare I say, could it be something to do with PvP if it's six hours? Yay. Well, well, they've already got a battle day on the 6th. No, so they're not going to do two in a month. Okay. Mega Gyarados Raid Day Part 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about, because obviously Mega Gyarados Raid Day was meant to be a three-hour window, and they cocked it up, and it became a six-hour six window. It was cocked up, yeah. And it was yeah. just a random Mega Gyarados Raid Day. You know, like, Saying that, though, it might be it might be another Mega Raid Day. That wouldn't be too bad. Depends on the Mega, I guess. Yeah, and for us, that would yeah. be really good. <laughs> Mega Giratina origin form? Yeah, (laughs) baby. Now you're talking, bro, with Frenzy Plant. Now you're talking. (laughs) Well, either way, it looks like that question mark, question mark, question mark is going to be a fun day. (laughs) Well, talking about new releases. Talking about things that are new, we're going to have a new Pokemon coming to the game in November, and I think it's only fair that our beloved Counter Brothers talk us about all things Guzzlord. The trumpeting dynamic duo is back. Yeah, we're back, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because... As Marcus said, it's a new Ultra Beast. Yes, Guzzlord. Ian, new Ultra Beast. Guzzlord is a dark dragon type. It most certainly is Whitfield, which means it is weak to Bug Dragon, Fighting Ice, and Fairy. Or, if you remember back to Dino Conde, everything you took in versus Swilus. Basically, <laughs> <Afterwards>. yes. <laughs> so it is exactly the same typing as the Dino family up to Hydreigon. 
Boy, oh boy, have you got some Kansas choice, seriously. To satisfy the Mega Connoisseur who's hosting the show, you've got a, a various range of Megas you could utilize. Mega Obama Snow is in there. You could use Mega Altaria if you really wanted to. Mega Charizard X. Your sport for choice on the on the Bug Megas, you can use Mega Beedrill. And uh, Mega Schizor would be quite good as well. And obviously Mega Lopunny actually as well you've got so much choice you, you you really spoil for choice i mean in terms of fairies you've got uh, milo's favorite gardevoir zacian is a nice choice if you're looking legendary uh what else can you do milo's absolute favorite the one that milo literally loses his shit over togekiss yay and of course <laughs> you can use a couple of tapus so tapu coco and Tapu Bulu, also affectionately known as Tapu Bunda. Yes, yes. you can use those as well. <laughs> Tapu the Bunda versus Guzzlord. Perfect. Obviously, the dragons on the back of Origin Giratini should have a dragon team already set up. So you can throw in things like Rayquaza. Oh, we've got this so many freaking many of the shadows, like Dragonite Salamance. We've got Dratini Comde Classic that's already happened. So you should have some Dragonites from that you could take in versus Guzzlord. The Alga Palkia, etc. That's to be fair. I think we've been through about 12 cards. I think we've covered it well. But People should have pretty <laughs> solid teams to counteract this Mon, to be honest. But if you're looking for fighting type Mons, Conkeldor is in there. Obviously, Machamp is a solid pick as well. Um, Harry Armor, not the worst in the world, but you can also use Terrakion now that it's got double kick as a fast move, which is quite cool. You just use Shadows nowadays, Shadow Machamp, etc. But Ice types, you've got Swinub evolving into Mamoswine. The Shadow or the Normal is perfectly good. Galarian Darmanitan, very good pick. Budgie Ice-type Pokemon, Glaceon, nice pick as well. Ian gave a nice little budget one of Sylveon, I think, earlier as well, so it's all right, it's good. There's, and then Bug-types taking Caterpie, if you've got the numbers. It's a lovely-looking Pokemon, isn't it, Guzzlord? It's going to be a weird one because its stats are very bizarre. It is solely an HP heavy mon, but it has no defense and no attack. So it's just like Stamina a big punching chart. Yeah, it's a big yeah. punching bag essentially. So you are going to need quite a few people to take it down. So you kind of is it kind of like a, because obviously it can't be shiny uh, in November. So is it kind of like a one and done? So maybe join it the is. hype on the first twenty four so. hours. It is. Yes, hours. definitely yeah. get your raids yeah. in early if you're wanting to do it because. It may be a bit like... The thing is, even Defense Form Deoxys actually has some use because of the PvP side of things. Yes, this won't yeah. be good in raids or PvP like. Okay, cool. Nice to know. I'll, I'll jump on the it hype straight away. It may be like away. Great League Ultra League, but you probably won't be able to get one, like, I don't know, the moveset. We don't know the movesets at this point, so it could be completely stuffed. Lovely, lovely. Guzzlord, loads of things. We'll be taking it down quite easily with a variety of Pokemon available to us. So it's time for game two. We're getting a second game into this one, which is a rarity. And Koopsie, it's over to you, buddy. Play your dicks right. <laughs> no need for that. Gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to Play Your Digs Right. Really funny yes. that you talk about Ultra Beasts. And Mark, you were looking at the decks there, so I hope you don't remember it, because I actually prepared for this game, and um, and and you might have given away one of the answers. That's not a problem. Mark's um, going But I will just say one thing, gentlemen. You know normally when we play a game and you guys troll me and you add in a Pokemon from Generation 476, and I've never heard time. of it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know you do that all the time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck. I think you know what's coming. So we're going to start with Marky Boy, which is kind of annoying because I think you're going to get the first one right, but that's fine. And then we'll go to Ian, then we'll go to Milo. So boys, 
Heads down, thumbs up. <laughs> Do you remember that game? Okay, Marky boy. Is Guzzlord higher or lower than Necrozma? Oh, fuck. Um, I think it's higher. That's incorrect, my man. Oh. Marky, you even said that Guzzlord and all the other ones are above because we've not... Marky. Yeah, we've that's not... what... But I thought Guzzlord was the... Oh, oh shit, it wouldn't be, would it, yeah. Coops? I made... Oh, no! It's I'm okay, a... it's okay. I'm an, I'm an idiot. Bro, you are... I'm an idiot. You're not, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Ian, is Magurna higher or lower than Marshadow? Higher. That is incorrect. <laughs> Still in the game. Still in the game. Boys, I need to get this wrong and then we can keep going. So Milo. Um, mm-hmm. Roselia. Hi or no? So Milo, for the dub, this is going to be absolutely hilarious. Is Stakataka higher or lower than Blacefailon? <laughs> it just makes it doubly funny because you're butchering. I don't know how these bookmokers want to pronounce it. Exactly, doesn't help, does it? Listen, so funny. They're, listen, they're soon going to be in go, but let me say it one more time. Is Stakataka, I'm sure that's how you, which is hilarious. Is yeah, Stakataka, okay, Stakataka higher or lower than Blacky Fallon? Blacky Fallon. Blassie Fallon, Blassie Fallon. <laughs> sounds like blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, no, that is, it's like blast. Listen, it's going to come out in yeah. go, so we're going to know about it soon. Uh, Higher or lower? Your answer is, my friend. I'm going to put Stack Attacker higher than whatever the Blasphemy Pokemon is. No, it's lower. (laughs) (laughs) Round two, boys. We did it. (laughs) We're all equally as shit as each other. (laughs) I'm shitting myself because I've got another like eight to try and pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favourite segment. (laughs) Is Frostmoth Higher or lower than Snom? Higher. That is correct, my man. Well done. <laughs> Ian, is Morpeko higher or lower than Indeedy? All the song. Lower. That is incorrect, my man. It is higher. Okay, and Milo, if you get Ooh. this wrong, Marky Boy takes the dub. Is Hatena higher or lower than Hatrem? I'm going to go lower. That is correct. Well done. I love how we're actually thinking about this and we've got no idea at all. (laughs) Um, So apologies, Ian, you are out. So Marky Boy, is Toxel higher or lower than Aracuda? I think Toxel is lower. That is incorrect. It's higher. So Milo, for the second time tonight for the dub, is Bulbasaur... (laughs) (laughs) okay okay is silly cobra higher or lower than roly coley oh i'm gonna go it's higher milo takes the dub yes (laughs) that's actually a legit game because we don't fucking know any of them Well done, Milo. And boys, can I just say as well, right? Listen, because obviously I was, I'm really excited about the future of Go, yeah, because there's so many new Pokemon. Can we just appreciate that coming... I saw your tweet. Dude, <laughs> guys, coming in the next generation, there's a three-stage evolution based on an apple, right? We've got Applin, 
No, this is we've got Applin, we've got Flapple, right? And then the last one is Apple Tun, which is basically an apple crumble with a face. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Honestly, there is so many hilarious mons to come. Honestly, oh my god. No, Coopsy, that was a solid game. Nice one. Thanks, bro. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, GG's, man. Now, I think it's time for Mark to actually own a segment we've not done for a while. So I think, Mark, it's time for you to bring a letter to the hosts. Mail delivery are here. <laughs> Sit. <laughs> I do like that dog. Oh dear! This is a lovely letter from one of our friends. You know that we've um, we've done a few events with Del Hazard X, who is part of the um, the gang that plays Alan Ealing. He wrote us a lovely letter. And I'm going to start it from from the top. Dear incensed podcast hosts, I hit a personal goal of mine this morning and wanted to share it with you all. Hope this is okay. And in brackets, it's a long one, so feel free to paraphrase if it's used on the podcast. No, I'm not. I'm going to read it every single word, Del. Some of you will know that I only picked this game back up in September 21. After playing in 2016 and very sporadically through the years, I picked up the game again as a way to keep myself entertained at home as I considered it low intensity. Catch him on, close game. While I was suffering a bout of cluster headache after a 10 year remission. By January 22, I was able to return to normal life, and between January to April 22, I became more invested in Pokemon Go, discovering your YouTube channels and this podcast along the way. On the 11th of April, I decided to set a goal of getting 8 to 10,000 steps in every day and to start taking the game more seriously. Then I realised I could use Shiny Pokemon as a weight tracker, i.e., whenever I got a Shiny, I name it as my weight for that day and add a tag. At some point in April, Milo uploaded a video that mentioned a meetup in Ealing for Stuff or Com Day. I don't know what it was, but something compelled me to put my anxiety aside and just go. So on the 28th of April, I turned up in Ealing and was greeted by Milo, Mark, Ian, the amazing local community, and a few patrons. The fact that I've been for almost every community day, and even to London Worlds in Braggs, where I got to meet the mythical Coops. <laughs> says a lot about how I feel about the community you have all built keeping up with you all has kept me motivated and focused on getting my steps in daily playing the game and keeping my diet on track mostly below is a shiny tracker which shows my progress so far I'm very proud of this and need to keep going but just wanted to give a heartfelt thank you to all of you for unknowingly joining me and supporting me on this journey Dell's put some amazing images of all the shots of shinies and um, and the weight loss over that journey, and I think that's an absolutely beautiful layer. Um, hey, thanks, it's Del. Inspiring, it yeah, it inspiring because he, he sort of obviously Dell's come to a lot of events. Actually, he's come to all the Go Fests that we've done in Ealing. Came to Worlds, cracking bloke. And I, when he talked to us about that in person, about that using shinies to kind of monitor health mm, tracking yeah. and stuff, I thought that's actually a really smart way of using the game as a motivation genuinely so thank you very much for allowing us to share that uh with listeners yeah, thank you bro. it's genuinely awe inspiring weight loss for the win baby let's get it oh yes and shiny pokemon <laughs> yeah <And> shiny <laughs> pokemon indeed we're gonna go into the second part of it is it is it is it is it's the news I'm going to start off with talking about the five-star raid in November. Going through till November the 8th, we've got Coops will be happy. We've got Giratina 
origin form between november the 8th and november the 23rd we have got guzzlord and then we've got nihilego or nihilego <laughs> nihilego um, november the 23rd <laughs> going through to december the 1st then the next exciting part of november is the mega raids october the 20th to november the 8th we've got mega burnett the 8th of november going through to november the 23rd yeah this is a good one for you boys and girls out there mega garados Think about that. That's coming back. <laughs> nice. We've got from November the 23rd to December the 1st. One of my favourite Mega Pokemon. And as the Mega Connoisseur, this one scores right up there. We've got Mega Houndoom. It takes us into December. Nice. Absolutely. Just very quickly covering November's raid hours. Who doesn't love a raid hour? So we obviously had Origin Giratina's only raid hour, unfortunately, of November the 2nd. That's been and gone. November the 9th and November the 16th are both Guzzlord. The new Ultra Beast. Raid hour is 6 to 7 p.m. your local time. And then November the 23rd and the 30th are both Nihiligo, the Jellyfish Ultra Beast. Those are those raid hours in the bag. So the best spotlight hour has already gone. November the 1st was Duskull, uh, with the special Dia de Muertos costume on its face. <laughs> <laughs> the what's the what's it crowd? <laughs> And then a week after that, on November the 8th, you are going to get Krogunk, and it's going to be two times XP for catching Pokemon. If you fancy Spotlight Hour with double catch candy, November the 15th will include the Generation 1 Pokemon Porygon, which I should have done for what the duckless earlier. <laughs> and then the week after, on November the 22nd, you're going to get two times candy for transferring Pokemon, and you don't actually need to know what the Spotlight Hour is for that. Just focus, <laughs> just focus on... Focus on transferring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the final Spotlight Hour on the 29th of November, including two times evolving XP, Master 27... <laughs> His ears perked oh, yes. up at that point, but it is also going to include what has actually been a bit of a meme Pokemon for the podcast a couple, well, actually several months ago. Yes, it's Hoot Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Hoot Hoot's got a small hour. And then to end off November, from November the 1st until December the 1st, um, alongside, <laughs> actually, actually, do you know what? I'm doing this the other way around because the star piece is more exciting. So alongside Starmie, you are going to get, drum roll please, one star piece for your research breakthrough. <laughs> That's quality. Oh. It's Mark's favourite bonus. <laughs> it's a tough November. I've decided it's a tough November. It's not amazing, but there are glimmers of hope. We read out the events earlier in the show. I'm really hoping that some of those are good. Team Rocket takeover events are usually good. But yeah, in terms of the raid scene, I mean, after a pretty intense last few sort of weeks with, you know, Veltal, Xerneas, New Shinies, and then the Giratina's back. Guzzlord, no shiny. Nihiligo's already been in the raids. And no shiny. Uh, no shiny yes. still. Although, don't forget, Nihiligo actually got a moveset change, so it's now actually pretty solid poison and it's rock. It's useful, yeah, it's useful. So it's, it's a yeah. more useful Ultra Beast, actually, than it was before. And I think that's the one that Coops didn't raid at the GoFest finale, so, so you definitely need to at least Pokedex one of those, Coops. Coops. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I got one, because you got one in, like, you got one from the, the top, one of the top. Oh, you yeah. got a free one, didn't you, from the research? Correct. Yes. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair dues. Like yourself, I think November, is it the Hilego? The Hilego! Yeah, yeah, fucking pronounced. <laughs> With that moveset change, is 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 tasty actually. Sorry, lads, I'm I'm really sorry to interrupt, but Ian, is that a massive microphone by your mouth, or is that? <laughs> Stop looking at Ian. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that is that my 
tastes quite nice, actually. Uh. <laughs> the food tastes really nice. It tastes nice. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh. Delicious. Oh, you guys wisened up to my motives with the uh, getting to know your question. I used it as a great opportunity to ask, or to basically put our favourite sandwiches out to the test and to the taste, maybe, to see what people thought about them. And the fun bit is when we do these polls, people don't know who suggested what till they listen to the podcast. We've had some great comments first. Sue Hermes Ninja says, how about a writing option like that? But Philly cheesesteak wins for me. Knack <laughs> VGK has gone pork roll, egg and cheese. That sounds like a big mouthful of a sandwich, doesn't it? A pork roll? Uh, Lucy Davis said, none of those. I prefer meat slices like chicken or ham. Our friend Keith, love Keith. Egg and watercress. Ooh, that's a little posh. I reckon that's Milo's. Knows <laughs> <laughs> me too well. <laughs> Although that will give you the fart, so it could also be a Coopsie favourite. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> I look forward to Sunday to find out the results. The North Star. Munster grilled cheese with ruffles and pickle. Mmm, that sounds good. Spindiana, grilled cheese for the win every time. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, the North Star has also put on it, um, the only proper way to make a tuna sandwich is tuna mixed with egg, mayo, sweet relish and minced onion. Add bacon or jalapenos if you wish. It just changes the sandwich completely, doesn't it? Kay Langer says, Chris sandwiches are top tier. And Kerry Young's put 100% loved the cheese spread and cheese and onion Chris sandwich growing up. Love for the cheese and crisp sandwiches. And Mystic Life put grilled cheese is a life... Is a... What's that, Mark? <laughs> <It's> what? <laughs> grilled cheese is a lifestyle. So, I had 50 people on my poll to that tonight. Good good management the there, Marky. That's a nice round number, so, isn't it? in fourth place with 8% of the vote was Milo's egg and watercress sandwich. Ah. That's why you go for it, because nobody's going to pick it. <laughs> It's literally, it's always left in the in the corner. Great, it's always in the always corner of the cabinet. That, when you go into Tesco, it's the only one left on the shelf. <laughs> exactly. It's a, good, it's a good strat. It's always got a yellow reduced to clear label on it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, it's yeah, not steep that Christ. level. <laughs> you never pay a full price for an egg and watercress sandwich, do you, Milo? <laughs> in third place and sneaking onto the podium tonight with 20% of the vote which was probably the combined total from last week's poll for the three of us. So not a bad score. 20% was the tuna, cucumber and mayo oh, sandwich. God damn it. In second spot with 22% of the votes. Cheese and salt and vinegar crisp sandwich. So between the three of us, boys, we got 50%, which means that the winner with 50% of the vote, and I think it's because he went the hot option like that, Ian, was the grilled cheese. Yay, well simple. Everybody loves the grilled cheese. Congratulations, Ian. Thank you. I had to win something tonight. Ian takes the <laughs> dub. So we will go into our favourite section of the show. It is time for... Shines of the week. I've got one here from at Super Duper JT. Uh, he says, hopefully at Coops the Casual won't say my shinies are poo compared to my girlfriend again this time. Uh, mine <laughs> are with the Giratina. But whilst listening to At Incense podcast, as always, I've got these. Also, at Coops the Casual, do you see what I see? I can see it all the way from Texas. It's Mark's Pole. <laughs> Hashtag shinies <laughs> of the week. So nice. JT got a shiny Roselia, Pumpkaboo, Volpix, Volpix. Obviously, they're all with the costume and two Giratinas. 
His girlfriend got a Chinchu, a Shadow Shiny Charmander, two two costume Punkaboos, a Sentra, and a Piplup of a costume. And um, JT, I hate to say it, but your shinies compared to your girlfriend are again shit. <laughs> God. <laughs> Good stuff. Right. I've got one from Apex at Edgar Ramirez 92. I like to share a bit of my culture, hashtag Dia de Muertos, and was able to get me the shiny, hashtag Shiners of the Week, at Incense Podcast. Mm. And it is it's actually a nice little AR shot of the shiny Duskull with the I'm going to butcher the name of the flower crown so I won't bother saying it, but the three yellow flowers on it. Congratulations. Well, they've got the photos, haven't they, of all the people that have passed and with like the food offerings there as mm. well. Yeah. yeah. A great one, Apex. Nice yeah. one. So I'll, I'll go next. So Mr. Mossum, first shiny giraffe. Reversal would be proud. In between <laughs> doing at Coops the Casual Raid Invites, hashtag Shiners of the Week at Incense Podcast, shiny giraffe rig. Well God, done, man. Can't go well wrong done. with the shiny giraffe rig. Nice one. Top geezer, Mr. Mossum. It's great for spending uh, the last event together for Com Day Litwick. Uh, and my one is from Malcolm Burgess at Incense Podcast. Was listening to the podcast on my second walk of the day whilst everyone in my neighbourhood was celebrating Halloween. And what did I stumble upon? I stumbled upon this shiny spider. Sorry, Ian. Uh, blue spinner. <laughs> I still need it. Shiny spider. <laughs> Love that. But I, do, Love that. but I do like the screenshot. Listening to our podcast, Zerua Shambles stickers updating who we'd cosplay. 40 minutes into that episode, he got his shiny spinner rack. And his hashtag was shinies of the week and hashtag oh shiny spinner rack friends. I like that. Oh shiny spinner rack friends. Oh, oh, friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I love. I, I, we say this every week, but I love. I love our listeners when they do tweet these in. They they just absolutely nail it. So that's ninety one done. We've got a few more to go before we hit the big ton. But yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, please continue to rate it on all of the platforms available and hit that little follow and subscribe button if you haven't done so already. We need more five star reviews. We want savage five star reviews. Please send them <laughs> in to us because we will read them out. Please, if you don't do so already, follow us on Twitter. We will be buying our blue ticks soon for Mr. Musk. Thank you, Elon. TikTok and Insta. Yes, $8 when we go in Elon's way. <laughs> Follow us to keep updated with all the latest stuff. Did anyone get anything good tonight? I haven't actually really been playing it at all, which is probably why. No. No, 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 I've got nothing, and I've been raiding as well. I've done a few raids, but nothing. I'm definitely not a Pokemon master. Yes, you are not here. Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Hashtag Shiners of the Week if you get anything good, if you want to be featured on that section next week. Oh, wow, I've just been gifted I've just been gifted a <laughs> ticket for the... Um... Thanks, Spindiana, live on air. That was very nice of you. I had to go over, and that just popped up. Oh, yeah, the Dratini. Dratini comedy ticket. Yeah, Sue sent me one as well, bless her. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Barside, too. Yeah, thanks, Uncle Mystic. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's lovely. It's lovely, that is. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So we'd like to thank all our Patreon members. Your, your support allows us to produce the podcast experience that we do so far. And obviously, we'd like to thank all our bronze and silver Patreon members collectively. So thank you very much. Over to the gold tier members, though. We really do appreciate it because the show sounds impeccable because of you. Herms Ninja. Tish Smith. Man like JB. Clifford Mertz. Darby Russ. Kerry and Zachary. Connor Lee. Dom the Ragnarok. Kimba. And finally, Mufti. Thank you very much for your pledges. They do genuinely help 
the podcast. Very much so. <laughs> thank you, everyone. And thank you, boys, for doing that. That was a lovely way to end out the show. So to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to listen. Have a great week, and we will see you next week. And on that pumpkabunda, bunda, shiny thing that never happened for any of us, <laughs> keep safe. I choose you!